Bill. Bye bye. SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap. Jam packed show tonight. The PSL Radio Show Second Jalo. I'm Brad Brown in for Dwayne DeLocke. He's uh, feeling a bit under the weather. And we'll be back again with you on Monday. We'll be focusing on all things Mamelodi Sundowns tonight. Before we get to that, though, it was announced that Free State Cheetahs head coach Franco Smith and Golden Lions defense, uh, defense specialist JP Ferreira will join the Springbok management team on their European tour next month. Curry Cup news. Both the Cheetahs and the Bulls have made just one change to their respective starting lineup for Saturday's Curry Cup final. Charles Murray replaces Prop Ox Nche in the Free State starting lineup, while Jason Jenkins replaces RG Snaymer in the Bulls starting 15. On to cricket news. India chasing 243 for victory uh, against New Zealand. I can tell you that New Zealand have won that one by six runs. They dismissed India for 236 with three balls remaining. A little bit earlier on today, England reached 258 for seven at stumps on day one of the first test against Bangladesh in Chittagong. On to tennis, Kevin Anderson's booked his spot in the quarterfinals of the Stockholm Open. Straight sets win over Ryan Harrison. And in cycling news, Alejandro Valverde signed a new contract with Movistar. It'll see him stay with the team until 2019. Coming up next, the PSL Radio Show Second Jalo will chat to Matthew Booth. SAFM Sports Wrap. You're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader, and it's the PSL radio show, Second Jalo. We're chatting all things Mamelodi Sundowns tonight, because that is uh, the big news. Sunday night, they're just 90 minutes away from Continental Glory, the CAF Champions League final. They head uh, to Alexander with a 3-0 aggregate lead. We join now uh, by a man who's uh, no stranger to football on the continent uh, and playing big games. Matthew Booth joins us now. Matthew, welcome on to the show. Thanks for joining us this evening. No problem. Always a pleasure. Matthew, great opportunity for Sundowns to, to write their name in, in history on, on Sunday. Gee, they've, they've been fantastic in this campaign, and they, they're literally 90 minutes away from, from, from African glory. Yes, quite. And to think that uh, they rather uh, got into the position uh, via the back door. Um, they were given a second chance, and they've, they've taken it with uh, uh, both arms and both legs, and uh, it's fantastic to see they've just uh, they've wiped uh, all and sundry um, in the group stages, and uh, now uh, with Zamalek at home in the first uh, leg of the the final, they really dominated them and a well deserved three uh, 0 victory. And um, if you wanted a perfect result in the first leg, that that was it. Now, you, you couldn't ask for better. I mean, going to that second leg to Egypt where it's normally hostile, taking a three-goal advantage, you you are definitely on the front foot. Without a doubt. Um, you know, obviously, psychologically, um, you know, when, when the game kicks off, I think Zamalek will be on the front foot because they have it all to play for, whereas Sundowns really have to uh, get past that psychological barrier of, having to or wanting to defend that lead um, and I think that's where Pizzo has got his work cut out for him in trying to install um and an attack-minded sundowns, especially in the first 45 minutes. Because that is the danger, isn't it, Matthew? We've seen it so often. It happens time and time again where a team does go, in, and not just in, in two-legged finals, in, in any game of football, where a team goes one or two nil up, and then they, they relax, they take their foot off the pedal, and they stop playing their natural game. And if you look at the way sundowns have played up until now, they, they have played, a, a, I don't want to say a very attacking style of football, but they, they have really made lots of opportunities and taken lots of opportunities. And if they sit back, that's not their natural 
neutral game. And the risk then is to concede. And, and if they do go a goal or two down early on, the pressure will then start telling, and who knows what can happen. Yeah, well, in their first two away games in the group, um, again, Zamalek, the very same Zamalek and Setif from Algeria, they, they didn't sit back. Uh, they didn't park the bus. They didn't look for a point. Uh, they played their natural um, uh, flowing uh, sometimes counter-attacking uh, football, and uh, they they utilised Dolly and Billiard out wide to the full extent to a superb, um, and um, it, it paid off. And I don't think uh, anything will change in that regard um, come Sunday. That, that's one thing that that's impressed me with Sundowns, and, and I'm sure you'd agree, is is they've been very pacey up front, and, and particularly you mentioned counter attack. They 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 they're going to have that opportunity on Sunday, and if they can if they can pick up an early goal, and and, and whether it's going to be I think on the counter because Zamalek will throw everything at them. They have to. They've got no choice. And if Sundowns can pick up a goal early on, the, the cat's going to be amongst the pigeons, and that's really going to put the pressure on the hosts. Yeah, what's what's impressed me even more is the fact that uh, you know they've obviously made some signings of late, Velikazi, Nascimento, and they haven't been able to play in these uh, games because of the late registration, and because our league doesn't correspond with the rest of the continent. So the likes of Percy Tau and Anthony Lafour, who have played very little football uh, last season, have really stepped up to the plate, and um, they've slotted in as if uh, they were they were never uh, missing. From the team, and I think that's that's really what's um, been so incredible about uh, the Sundowns team is the fact that they've had a very tight schedule uh, leading up to the final, and uh, Pizzo has managed to juggle his players around uh, perfectly uh, without uh, skipping a, a beat. Let's talk about the, the defensive side of things, particularly with Wayne Irons uh, not not going to be playing because of that suspension. Do you think that's going to be a, a major blow to Sundowns? I mean, they've got a, a fairly big squad and and they've got quality in that squad as well. Will, will he be a, a massive? Uh, will that be a massive hole to fill? Well, it's typical of the North African teams to have picked on Irons. So, you know, it was a very much a nothing challenge. In fact, it was a perfect challenge from Irons, which. Uh, got him a yellow card, the player, Zamalek, uh, the player making the most of it. And uh, I thought to myself at the time that if there was going to be a way uh, past that um, 3-0 deficit, uh, Zamalek could utilize the centre-back pairing. And it's most likely going to be Tabo Mtete and uh, Bangali uh, Samoro. Um, you saw when Aronsa went off that uh, Samoro came on for him. Uh, and they haven't played a lot of football together. So if they could be a weak link, um, then perhaps that, that could be it. As far as what Pizzo says to the team on Sunday night, I mean, what's going to be said in the change room before the match starts? Well, I think it's, um, you know, the, it really starts when they land at the airport. They have to uh, try and cocoon themselves, um, close the, the curtains to the bus, um, <laughs> try and ignore the noise outside the hotel uh, and once you, you get onto the fields try and ignore the 75 to 100,000 people <laughs> in the stands baying for your blood um, and that if they can do that um, and, and they have some very staunch characters in that dance team for a change um, uh, players who add a bit of spine to the team and who have played for the national teams on the continent so they are capable of getting over that psychological uh, barrier. And um, I think uh, if they're able to do that, uh, and if, if Pizzo can harp on that point um, leading up to the, uh, the game, 
I think um, half the battle would have been won. Matthew, it's been a long, long time since the South African team have been crowned uh, uh, Champions League champions on, on the African continent. What, what, what is this going to mean for, for South African football should Sundowns lift the trophy on Sunday night? Well, you know, uh, let's say about Bafana, Bafana the better. Uh, so it will certainly uh, give us um, something to, to shout about uh, for a change. Um, despite the fact that it is um, a club team, I think... Um, the Sundowns realise that the whole of South Africa is behind them, um, and uh, we wish them well. And you know, to to get a second star on a badge um, and being Sundowns, it's, it's well deserved. You know, they've they've dominated the local league for some time, and um, it's about time that uh, one of these South African clubs uh, starts to put their hand up on the continent. Um, Pirates have been flying the flag for us for far too long. And it's about time that uh, someone else does it. And certainly when they do lift the trophy, um, which might be a funny aspect uh, to think about, but um, this will certainly put a lot of pressure on the likes of Kaiser Chiefs to do the same. <laughs> um, so we'll have to wait and see. Well, Matthew, enjoy the game. I know you're going to. And uh, let's hope it is a, a very positive result for Mamelodi Sundowns and for South African football. We, we definitely do need something to crow about. It's been a long, long time. Absolutely, and uh, yeah, all the best to the dance family, and um, yeah, that, I just would like to 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 uh, wish the South African supporters to to get behind dance because they they fully deserve it. SAFM Sports Wrap. Parliament's Portfolio Committee on Rural Development and Land Reform is embarking on nationwide public hearings on the Extension of Security of Tenure Amendment Bill. The bill seeks to amend the Extension of Security of Tenure Act of 1997 for substitution and provision of subsidies with tenure grants and to further regulate the rights of occupiers. Are you in the Eastern Cape? Don't miss the public hearings on the 22nd of October 2016 at the Nomatam Sankwa Community Hall in Addo. For more information, call Pum Namzia on 0837098492. This message is brought to you by the Parliament of South Africa. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. Well, we continue our look ahead to Sunday night when Mamelodi Sundowns take on Egyptian giant Zamalek in the second leg of that Cap Champions League final in Alexandria. We join now by former Bafana Bafana goalkeeper Andre Aron. So, Andre, welcome. Thanks for, for joining us this evening. Nice to have you with us. My pleasure, bro. Thanks very much for having me, mate. Andre, exciting times for South African football. And, uh, yeah, 90 minutes away from Mamelodi Sundowns clinching the title. See, they've, they've put themselves in a good position, haven't they? Yeah, they certainly have. I mean, not only have they flown the South African flag very high, but they've, they've done it in fine style so far to get themselves, uh, um, you know, to this position of the of the tournament. And, of course, we've got to remember um, a lot of people talk about that back door where Sundowns is concerned in terms of getting back into the group stages and that kind of thing. And, boy, have they not disappointed and, and, and taken their chances. And they... It's not just that for me. I mean, I've, I've watched a few of their, their Champions League games. They've absolutely been fantastic. Um, you know, they, they've, they've come up against the best teams in Africa. They've beaten them. They've beaten Zamalek twice already, well, three times now. 
Um, you know, so it all looks good for them. It looks to be in their favour going to the second leg. Yeah, Andre, as much as you say they got in through the back door, and that's what a lot of people are saying, it, it wasn't by their doing. Obviously, yeah. you, you do need some luck to go your way, and, and that's sport for you. Sometimes things do go your way, sometimes they don't. And, and they've, they've, they've really, like you say, taken it with both hands. In my opinion, they, they have by far been the best team in this tournament. I have to agree with you, and, and I'm not just saying that because they, they, they are fellow South Africans and a fellow South African team. Uh, I say that because, like I said, I've watched some of the games in the competition, and they really have impressed. They have been solid, uh, and, and, and where they've impressed me most is away from home. Um, they've got some good results. They've got, they're putting some good performances. And when you go away from home in Africa, um, the individual flair from players are out the window. And it's purely based on the whole team dynamic. And that's what Sundowns have done superbly well in the competition for me. Why do you think that's been the case, Andre? It's something that South African teams have struggled with for a long, long time, playing away from home. And, 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 and you rightly say that they've been impressive on the road. Do you know, Brad, I think, I think it's this whole, this whole stigma with, or I suppose, negative picture that people paint and put in, 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 in the minds of our locals that, Africa is terrible to go to. Um, if you're not mentally strong, you you know you, you you're going to come short. You've got to deal with with things outside of the game itself. Uh, you know the hostility when you go into Africa. Yes, there are those components to when you travel, but I think that when you want it badly enough, like Sundowns for me have proven um, in this campaign of theirs, they are now reaping that those rewards. So all of a sudden now. Local people are going, well, you know what, maybe it's not all that bad. Maybe, maybe you don't give up before you even go because of those things. And I think that's, that's been the one component for me that really has also stood out for Sundowns. They, they've wanted it, they've gone away and they've, they've really knuckled down and they, and they, and they, they've really said to themselves, we can do it. We can take on the best in Africa and we can beat them. And, you know, they, like I say, they, they, they're where they are now because of, of, of all those components that they've put together very well in the tournament. Andre, I spoke to Matthew Booth a short while ago, and, and we were just talking about what this means for South African football. But uh, particularly as as a kid, uh, and, and and I'm sure for, for you it, it, it might have been slightly different because we weren't playing international football with with you growing up. But there's there's kids yeah. growing up in in townships playing on on dusty streets right now as we speak, who who will see pictures from Sunday night, and and I'm keeping fingers crossed, and I'm being optimistic here. They'll they'll see yeah. some of their Sundowns heroes lifting that trophy. And and in ten fifteen years from now, that could be them. And and do you, do you think a, a victory like this changes the stars of a country? If you know what I'm saying, the direction that their football will, will go in in the years to come. But I have no doubt it will. And and I think you can maybe look at it and put it on a similar pedestal to when Bafana is playing. So those aspirations there, they're, they're very similar to when it comes to these young kids who will be watching um, the game and and and. and and, and have followed Sundown's path in this particular tournament, like I'm sure they would in terms of when, when, when Bafana are playing in international competitions as well. So all of a sudden, unlike back in the day, if you want to call it, there wasn't something to aspire to. Um, for example, not a national team to aspire to. Um, you know, so th- th- there really wasn't a, a route for any of these these, these young kids to, to, to work towards, um, other than the fact that they love the game and they, and they want to play it on the streets of wherever they're going up. You know, that, that for me is just stems from pure passion. But there's an end product now, um, where these kids can work towards. And like you rightfully say, a lot of these, if not all of these Sundance players 
are the heroes of a lot of these kids growing up. So all of a sudden they see what they've what they've done, starting with 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 their you know with their with what they've achieved last season. Um, now going into the the continental side of the game where they've done so well. Um, so these young kids, I have no doubt, are saying to themselves, "I want that. I I, I want to be there one day." But the, the the where where the issue lies now is that they need to and, and and as a country we need to make sure that we get those development structures in place so we can take them from where they are now in their in their careers, which is on the dusty streets of where they're growing up, to that uh, um, to that cup final in Alexandra, for example, one day in their in their own careers. And I think that's the most important key for me uh, or, or component for me of of that whole journey for them. But it is about sundowns. It's where they find themselves now. And when you look at them as opposed to um, Orlando Pirates' achievement back in 1995, they find themselves um, in a, a much stronger position going into that second leg. Mm. Now, for me, they've just got to be a little bit careful that complacency doesn't step in and, 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 the, and, the, and the finals are already won because of the lead that they hold. But, but knowing them and knowing Pizzo, he definitely will keep them grounded and focused more than anything else going through that game. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, I mean, they, they've literally they've got themselves off to a great start. Now they just need to go and make sure that they, they finish this thing off. They're not backs against the wall going into the second leg. They are on the front foot, and, and uh, their destiny is essentially in their own hands. You're quite right. In their own hands. I think that's, vi- that, that's vital for them to understand. So what that effectively means really is, um, yes, there'll be an element of nerves, but... If they stick to what they need to go and do there, they should be more than okay. Yeah, and and Andre, I mean, you've played in in, in big tournaments and, and big finals. It's it's important for the players to to savor it and, and imagine and, and and really soak it up because you, you don't get too many opportunities to play in games like this uh, in in, in yeah. a football career. No, you, you're quite right, and and I think what's what is a a, a very a very interesting thing for Sundowns as well, and and why I back them to go all the way is the fact that. You speak about, you know, big occasions. Sundowns, for me, have got players for the big occasion. I look at Dennis and Younger in goals for them. Season campaigner, he's, he's an international player. He's played on the African continent many, many times. Anthony Lefort has been banging in the goals for them now in recent times as well. Keegan Dolly is now coming to the fore um, on the big stage for them. Klumpo Kekana, for example, running that midfield for them. He's been a stalwart. So, they, you know, you can, you can rattle up the names when it comes to for, uh, players for the big occasion. And I think that's what we'll see them through as well in this tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Big match temperament, that's what it boils down to, and Sundowns have got that by the bucket load. Definitely looking forward to the game. Just off uh, subject uh, slightly, one of your former teammates and skipper, Neil Tovey, struggling with uh, some health issues. Uh, any any news on him? I, I'm sure you want to send your best wishes too. Yes, no, absolutely. Uh, and again, I've done so. I'll, you know, we, We've all been keeping in, in touch with uh, with his brother, Mark Tovey, who's by side, obviously, and of course, um, just keeping everybody informed as to what his progress is, is like. And once again, I'd like to, you know, certainly extend uh, my love and best wishes to him and a speedy recovery, um, you know, and he's been through a, a very trying time at the moment with his health. Um, the reports uh, coming back so far is that he's engaging in conversation now. He's sitting up in bed, so he's, you know, he's taking in fluids and that kind of thing. He's still not out of the woods, um, uh, but he's, he's showing magnificent signs of recovery and, and, and although it's going to be a long process for Neil um, I think he'll be moved out of ICU very shortly and into high care so um, you know he's being very very well looked after where he is at the moment and, and, and 
um, you know, it's just a, a case of um, of that road to recovery now for him. So, you know, we, we he's definitely in our prayers and we, we, we're keeping our fingers crossed for his uh, speedy recovery. Yeah, and that, I think, is seconded by every single South African football fan. We're all thinking of, of him and the Tovey family at this very difficult time and, and send uh, tons of positive vibe for, uh, for a speedy recovery. Andre, thanks for your time this evening. Uh, enjoy the game on Sunday night. I'm sure you're going to, and, and let's hope it's a successful one for Sundowns and we get to, to put another gold star on a, another football jersey in South Africa. Absolutely, Brad. It was a pleasure as usual. Thanks for having me. The grueling hours. The pressure of life or death decisions. It's safe to say it's tough working at a hospital. But let's pause for a second and consider the one worker that works harder than all the rest. Harder than the maternity nurse nine months after Valentine's. Harder than the plastic surgeon ahead of bikini season. Harder than the hospital manager on his golf swing. Harder than that new nurse trying to land herself a doctor. (laughs) Working day and night, watching over patients and visitors with no breaks and no annual trips to Mauritius to look forward to. It's your hospital TV. Treat it right. Pay your business TV license. TV licenses. Pay yours. Make a difference. October is Transport Month. The Department of Transport, through its Road Safety Lead Agency, the Road Traffic Management Corporation, is intensifying road safety awareness programs and law enforcement operations this month to bring order and discipline on our roads. Obey all road traffic rules and use the roads safely. Road safety is everyone's responsibility. A message brought to you by the Department of Transport and Road Traffic Management Corporation. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, I don't know about you, but I am so looking forward to Sunday nights, and uh, for various reasons, I think uh, for once we're going into the second leg of a final with, I don't want to say no pressure, but uh, the pressure is uh, off sundowns. They've literally just got to make sure that they do the business. They don't have to be fancy about it. They've just got to go there and make sure that they hang on to that 3-0 aggregate lead. Uh, they're in a fantastic position uh, as they head into that final leg. And we join now by kickoff.com's Chad Clayton. Chad, welcome on to uh, the PSL Radio Show second Jalo tonight gee it's a it's a weird feeling going into this uh, final match 3-0 up it's, it's as a South African football fan it's a fantastic feeling yeah no I mean uh, the excitement is, is is hard to contain for every one of us I think uh, the 3-0 advantage pushes us all at ease and and we're all just hoping for the best uh, for, for sundowns on Sunday is there a risk of going in complacent and, and thinking, you know what, we just need to arrive and, and we've got this thing in the bag. Zamalek, I'm sure, are going to throw the kitchen sink at the Brazilians, but uh, they, they've, got to, they've got to hold fast. It's 90 minutes and, and uh, things have got to go dramatically wrong for them not to win the title. Yeah, definitely, but I, I highly doubt it because of the coach they have. I mean, um, Pitomo Semane is, is very uh, particular when it comes to these sorts of things. I mean, all season long he's been planning for this stage and and up to now, Sundowns have, have shown that there's been no uh, uh, sign of stage fright. And uh, for them to be in, in, in this particular position, our 3 now up, I think uh, they they as well aware as us that, that they need to go there and, and just defend that 3 now lead. Uh, but I think uh, in terms of, of, of the game, I think it'll be a big mental battle because uh, they're obviously without uh, Suma, um, Wayne Orange, who is suspended as well, and, and Suma Uru comes in. So their defense will be a bit under a bit of pressure, but... I'm pretty sure they'll, they'll, they'll overcome the mental battle. 
Chad, do you think the, the way they got into the, the knockout stages of, of this tournament, where they were out and then because of, of uh, teams getting, getting disqualified, they, they sort of got in the back door, that there was no real pressure on them, that they, they're playing, and, and it, I almost get the feeling that they're playing with this, you know what, like whatever happens, happens. There, there's no expectations and this freedom, and, and that's why they're performing so well. They're not putting pressure on themselves, and, and if you look at the way they've performed, gee, they've, they have by far been the best team in this tournament. Precisely, you hit the nail right on the head, and I think Pitzo has also done well to to reiterate that this is still a learning curve for them because they've never been to the stage, they've never been uh, when they got through to the group stages by by AS Vita's disqualification. Pitzo reiterated that look, this is a learning curve for them. Next season they're they're guaranteed to be back there next year, sorry. And uh, yeah, they've they've had virtually no pressure on them. They've got no favorite tags to defend. They've got no pressure from the coach, from the management or anyone and, and they've just gone out there and done the business and uh, people may say, yeah, they've, they've gained backdoor entry or this and that and, but if you think about it, they had no dealings in it. They can't decide that, listen, uh, we want to take uh, Vita's place because they were disqualified. That was cash ruling and, and they've just got to abide by that. Yeah, exactly. They've, they've been handed the opportunity, and boy, have they taken it with two hands. But let's talk about Sunday night. 3-0 up, how does Sundowns approach this thing? I mean, if you look at the way they've, they've played up until now, they've been very positive, and, and they've, they've, I don't want to say they've, they've thrown caution to the wind up front, but they, they've really put teams under pressure up front. Are they going to do the same on Sunday, or is it a case of, you know what, we've got three goals to defend, we're just going to park the bus, sit there for 90 minutes, and, and hope for the best? Do you think they're going to play their, their normal game? Look, I don't think it's in, in Sundowns. Uh, nature to to go there and park a bus and, and neither is it in, in Pitzos. We've never seen in the in the two and a half three seasons that Pitzos been there now. Uh, we haven't seen Sundowns parking a bus and they've always played an attractive brand of of, of football. So uh, for them to go there and sit back, I think it's it's, it's a big ask because it's, it's out of their nature and and they might struggle. So I think the fact that it'll be an open game with with some electroing the kitchen sink at them, uh, it'll play to, to Sundowns' advantage because. They've obviously got that, that pacey front line and they can use that to their advantage to, to break away on the counter-attack. And if they can just absorb the pressure from Zamalek, um, also we can't write them off, the host off, because they've previously beaten wide at Casablanca 4-0 in, in the semi-final. So, and that was also at home. So for them to think uh, that they can't uh, overcome the 3-0 deficit, uh, I think it, it would also uh, be foolish of us to think that they, they they just write the game off but um, I think 3-0, 4-0 against Sundowns is, is highly unlikely and I don't see Sundowns going there and not getting a goal of themselves. If they can go there and get an early goal it will actually play to their advantage because mm-hmm. it would mean that uh, Zamalek would then need five goals to, to win the game and, and they haven't scored five goals in, in the last uh, I think since last season. Yeah, so I mean, For them, for Sundowns to just go there and, and grab a, a little cheap shot in the beginning would actually play massively in their favour and would put the home side under under massive uh, pressure. Yeah, c- could not agree more. Let's talk about the venue. Egypt generally is a hostile place to play football. It's slightly different this time. They're playing in Alexandria. There's uh, limited. I think there's only twenty thousand fans going to be allowed. So, as, as much as Egypt is this hostile place to play, it's not going to be a normal sort of Egyptian crowd. It could. I don't want to say play in Sundowns' favour, but uh, it could take a bit of that pressure off. Yeah, look, uh, I think the fans are, are very involved in, in what's happening around the logistics of the game, uh, with the game moving to Alexandra. Uh, Zamalek and Al-Akhli actually have, have used the stadium previously when, when they played uh, against Orlando Pirates in, in the 2013 Champions League. So 
it's not an unfamiliar venue to them. Uh, but I think with the fans knowing very well that there's only 20,000 of them, they'll they'll try their best efforts to make it even more hostile than than a 70,000 or 100,000 uh, Cairo Stadium. So um, the lasers will will obviously have a big impact as well. We we all know that that Egyptian sides and and uh, Tunisian sides all have have the tactic of 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 lasers from the stands in trying to unsettle the goalkeepers and and the players when they're set pieces and penalties. So I think that will be also another factor for against unknowns. But I have no doubt that, that mentally they'll they'll definitely be uh, up to par and, and, and see it through. You're brave enough to call it. Are we going to have another South African side with a star come Sunday night? Obviously, as a South African, I'd love for that to happen. And if I were to put my head on the block, my gut tells me Zamalek will win 2-0, but that obviously won't be enough to overcome the 3-0 deficit. Chad, best of luck uh, to Sundowns. I think it doesn't matter who you support in South Africa, we all uh, are behind Sundowns, and uh, we can't wait to see them play on Sunday night, and, and let's hope they put in another performance like they did at the Lucas Muripe Stadium last weekend. Gee, 3-0. Imagine going and doing that on the road and just really driving it home that they are African champions. It would be amazing, wouldn't it? Certainly will, and if Sundowns do beat Zamalek and, and are crowned African champions, that would mean the third team get to, to enter the competition next season from South Africa as well, which which is another reason why we should all be backing Sundowns. Yeah, absolutely. It's just great for, for South African football as a whole. Chad, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the game on Sunday night, and we look forward to catching up again soon. Thanks so much, and, and all the best to the, to the, to the listeners. Sorry. SAFM Sports Wrap. And that's pretty much it for the PSL Radio Show Second Jalo tonight. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, I think that's all that's left to say is good luck to Mamelodi Sundowns. Uh, I think as African football fans, we all need to get behind them. doesn't matter who we support, uh, what jersey we wear on Sunday night. So we all behind the Brazilians. And let's hope uh, for a uh, champion of Africa victory for a South African club. It's going to be fantastic. I'm back again tomorrow on PM Live. We'll have more sport for you tomorrow morning on AM Live with Janet Witten. Coming up on the other side of 7 o'clock, it is the talk shop with Naledi Maleo. Make sure you stay tuned for that. And Dwayne DeLocker will be back on Monday as well, feeling a bit under the weather tonight. So, Dwayne, I hope you do get better soon. Rest up before the game on Sunday. I know you're going to enjoy it as well. Thank you very much to my producer, Siobhan Tetti, for putting everything together tonight. We'll chat again tomorrow. Don't forget, you can be in touch via social media. Just reach out to SAFM Radio is where you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, on Instagram as well. So, uh, we love hearing from from you do reach out. Until tomorrow, from myself, Brad Brown, have yourself a great evening. It is 7 o'clock.